The Balga Soccer Club is proudly sponsored by Beyond Tools, Master Cabinets, Ross Realty, Mirabooka Mechanical and Tyres, Jensen and Maluga Legal, Zetagrid, PNN Bank, The Australian Mining Review, The Bass Agency, and Wally's Tacos. Also, a big shout out to the Swan United Football Club sponsors KD Legal, Swan Settlers Markets, Holy Mary Wines, and Master Projects. Thank you for supporting local football. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Balga Soccer Club podcast. As part of our podcast series, I said that we would take the opportunity to sit down with football coaches and players throughout Western Australia. Today, we are fortunate enough to be speaking with first team coach of Swan United Football Club, Dan Evans. Welcome, Dan. Yeah, good day, Alex. How are you doing? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us. Um, first and foremost, congratulations. A big win against Ashfield Soccer Club on Saturday. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. You know, we, we had um, a bit of a tough run there. We had three games in, in eight days, which unfortunately was due to the COVID reschedules. Um, we didn't pick up any points in that period, so it was definitely a lean time for the club. But yeah, uh, heading in the right direction. I, I, I thought we um, we played well enough against Ashfield and obviously was good to get three points. No, that's it. I was um, I was thinking, I, I came down to watch your game when you versed um, Gosnell City. And um, it was clear right. that w- that was a midweek fixture, and it was very clear that there had been. I think you guys were pretty much the first club to get affected by COVID. Really, I guess, especially from a first team perspective. So the catch up yeah. game midweek, unfortunately, kind of showed it's very difficult at this level to back up. You know, three games in eight days. So it makes sense. Yeah, look, it was tough, but as I said to the boys, when you look at the league table at the end of the year, no one's going to think or factor in, oh, okay, but they played three games in eight days here. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. We, ha- we had to deal with it. I hoped we would have dealt with it better, um, but certainly it impacted us. Um, but, you know, we've, we've come out the other side now and we got three points against Ashfield. So, yeah, hopefully we're back on track. That's it. And two goals came, one from Jake uh, Fritchley and the other one from Ismail Bangura. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ismail was a former Ashfield player, actually. Many years ago, I coached the under-18s at Ashfield where Ismail scored 36 goals. Uh, so I said to him, Ismail, you've got to score here today because you've scored so many on this round already. Um, so it was nice to see him score one. And then, yeah, Jake Fritchley scored right after half-time, which kind of sent us on our, on our way. Oh, Beautiful. Well done. And congratulations on that. Before we get into the um, Swan United uh, season, a bit about yourself, Dan. Um, How did you get into the game? Uh, oh, look, I've, I've been I've played as long as I can remember. You know, I, I started at Inglewood United, uh, went from the age of five or six there uh, to the reserves, never quite made it as a first-team player at Inglewood. Uh, and so then I dropped down. I played at Queen's Park, it used to be a state league club, and, and Morley, and then ended up back in the Premier League at Wanneroo at one point. So I moved around a little bit. Uh, and then, unfortunately, I got injured at 25 and had to retire. Uh, the only positive thing was I'd already done my B licence, and I, and I was coaching some youth teams even as a player. So I knew I'd get into coaching. I didn't think I'd get into it as young as I did. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've been fortunate, I guess, with my experiences. Um, I've worked, I spent five years working 
in America as a coach at various levels. Uh, I'm, I'm full-time uh, as a development officer and a, and a coach educator at Football West now. Uh, so, yeah, the game, I'm, well, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to earn a living out of the game. I definitely never thought I'd do that. Uh, so, yeah, from that perspective, I'm very lucky. No, well done. I can say personally as a student of yours from the um, Football West C licence co- uh, course, that there's definitely a lot um, to gain from your experience and from what Football West puts on. So um, it's, it's always, from, from the time that I've known you, it's been very good to work with you. So I think that Swan United definitely have, have, have made a very good call um, in bringing you in. And, um, you know, uh, it can only I benefit. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. We'll see. It's, it's uh, the coach education I enjoy. Uh, but it's as a side to, to the Swan stuff. And obviously, when you're a competitive coach, the results business so hopefully the uh the results keep coming to form we had a difficult year last year um but yeah we, we, we're um hoping to do a little bit better this time around that's it and before before we get into that as well um how did you get into the job at swan united uh actually i when covid hit in the u.s uh i, I uh yeah i had a lot of time on my hands and i, I just sort of questioned I wasn't particularly happy at the club I was at in the States. So I made, um, I made sort of um, public of the fact that I was looking to come back to West Australia and I was seeing what was out there. Uh, and actually I got contacted by the then first team coach, Paul Dundo, who's an ex-teammate of mine. Uh, he was coaching Swan and he said, look, come back for the remainder of the season and you can help me out with the first team. Uh, and then... Just because of the COVID situation, I actually couldn't couldn't get a flight home, so I, I couldn't get back to the end of the season. But um, they offered me the position uh, in for the 2021 season, which I accepted. Uh, and then I, I came back, had the quarantine, and I was pretty much straight into the job. So, yeah, I was fortunate to be able to get a job at state league level, um, having sort of had a bit of a break with with being overseas. Oh, well done. And look, Swan's probably, I mean, one of one of the bigger teams, certainly in its region, um, in the area of Western Australia. But in saying that, it's got it's got a relatively um, rich history in that it's competed in WA at, at the top level at various times, and I think it's taken out a couple of titles as well. So it's definitely a good club. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's quite a small, I would say, community based club uh, that that in the years gone by has punched above its weight. Uh, they guess they won two cups. Uh, when Gary Marotti, the former Glory coach, uh, was the coach at Swan, so they've won one, two knockout cups, uh, and they've, yeah, as you say, they've, they've they've got a history of being in the Premier League. Um, we're now in Division Two, obviously, but but I think the ambition is to to restore us to sort of past glories at some stage, so one step at a time. But but it's definitely a club with with ambition. No, well done. And um, so just touching on the last season, um, last season you were in State Div 1. Um, unfortunately, had to yep. go through the very gruelling um, situation of having to play knockout football um, to stay, I guess, promoted in the in the Division 1. Um, that, that didn't quite work out for you, unfortunately. Yeah, look, it was, it was tough. Um, we had a tough year. I, I knew taking the job that the, the goal of the club was to avoid relegation. You know, it's... It, they didn't. They didn't promise me anything uh, other than it was going to be hard work. Uh, we got really close, 
unfortunately, we lost in the playoff finals to uh, uh, <laughs> Melville Murdoch, which is an old club that I first started my, my senior coaching career. So, so that was a bit of an odd moment for me. Um, but yeah, look, we, we almost pulled it off, um, but not to be. Obviously, we're in Division 2 now, which is a very competitive league in itself. Uh, and I think the ambition of the club, whilst I mentioned, of course, at some point we want to, we want to be back in the Premier League, uh, I think we are realistic to the fact that we, you know, we don't have some of the budgets of, of the bigger clubs. We want to make sure that if we, if and when we do go up, it's going to be sustainable for us. Yeah, and look, I think I think that seems to be what a lot of clubs are really seeking. It is that level of sustainability. In saying that, I mean, I came down to the, I think it was the first knockout game when you guys versed Murdoch at Murdoch on the synthetic turf. And I thought that yeah. um, you boys played really, really, really well that game. And I truly believe that when you were going to go home to Swan, I had my mind made up that, that Swan would probably stay up and Melville wouldn't, wouldn't quite make it. But unfortunately, just kind of only watched the highlights of the game at Swan, um, the second leg game, and just didn't quite... Oh out. yeah. Oh look, it was. We, we, I thought we we controlled the first half in the knockout game, mm. uh, and and when we went in at half time at nil nil, I was really confident we'd get the job done. Uh, Dion Berman, who's an ex player of mine, scored the first goal uh, due to a defensive error, and we just had ten minutes of madness where we conceded three. Um, and I, and obviously the game was over at that point. But but apart from that ten minutes. Like I said, I thought we controlled the game, and it was just one of those things. You know, when you when when you're down the bottom of the league, you know they say your luck doesn't go with you. Um, we we just lost the key moments in the game, uh, and unfortunately, we've gone down. But but that's history now. Obviously, we're we're trying to build 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 towards uh, becoming sustainable and, and getting the club uh, back where we feel it belongs. No, that's it. The last times when United actually got promoted from State Division 2 to the State Division 1, I was the assistant coach at Balgar and Paul Dundo was the head right. coach. And that season, they ended up, I believe, making the playoff finals. They beat, they came, you, your Swan came in at fourth, Balgar came in at fifth at the time by one point. And I think Swan ended up going on to win that knockout series. So it's, it, it's, yeah. an, it's truly amazing how, you know, th- with progression of time, you think you see things change with different clubs, different players come through, different coaches. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but at, at the same time, what makes this game so great is that there are teams who go up, they have that opportunity. Sometimes they go even higher. Sometimes it doesn't quite out, work out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think, I think we obviously Paul did a great job in, in, in uh, getting the club promoted. Um, but I think it's important for the club to realise, while well, the club understands, but effectively they were promoted from just finishing fourth in Division 2. So when we moved into Division 1, uh, it wasn't with an air of dominance that we'd come into the league. It was via the playoff system. Uh, and then, uh, you know, again, we don't necessarily have the budget to compete with some of the bigger clubs and certainly with the junior infrastructure being the way it is and, it, and it's, it's growing. Uh, but we, we also don't have the production uh, of players that they're going to come in and, and make a difference at, at the level we're at. So so it's, it's a challenge for us to compete. But, you know, as I said to you before, when I took the job, I knew it would be. Um, so hopefully we can keep building and, 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 and progress in the right direction and, and, and get ourselves uh, back up to, as I said before, where, where we think we belong. That's it. Now, in um, we'll go on to what's been happening this season. 
Um, so so far, you've had you've had, but I mean, Swan have had quite an interesting run in so far. They're, you guys had your first game against Kings uh, Kingsley King Westside, which you managed to draw two two, which is actually a really decent um, a really decent result given the quality that Kingsley Westside have at the moment. Um, mm. And since then, I mean, you've 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 picked up results here and there that have been really, I mean, very promising. You know, Joondalup City three nil, which was a really good win. Um, you then had who did you play after that? You, you had the game against Curtin Uni. Was that well, your th- we had we had the two weeks off after Joondalup, which I think killed us. I mm. mean, we we drew two two with Kingsley Westside. We scored a last minute equaliser. Uh, I felt, and I, I I don't tend to speak ill of referees, but but I. <laughs> They pretty much allowed Kingsley Westside to kick us off the park that day. Mm. But um, we were in some ways fortunate to get a point. Um, then I thought we, we had a really dominant game against Sindelup City. As you said, we won 3 0. And then unfortunately, COVID hit. Wow. And we had two weeks two weeks of not playing games. Uh, and then, of course, we were forced to, put, to play the, um, the three games in eight days. I thought against yeah. Dosnells. It just we very clearly kills part. momentum, doesn't it? I think the, the couple oh, of weeks it, off does. It was yeah, it, it, it was just the wrong thing at the wrong time for us. But you know, it can't be helped. That's it. Uh, I thought I thought against Gosnells, we we were the better team in the first half, and maybe we we could have or, or should have held on for at least a point there. Uh, and then of course your mob, we we played Balga, um, ended up finishing the game with nine men, uh, but I, you know I wasn't particularly pleased with our performance before that anyway. Um, And then, yeah, against Curtin, that was one of the more interesting games I've been involved in. They, they, I think, scored five goals from six shots. Um, We probably had more more possession and and at least equal, if not more, chances than them. Mm. But we didn't take our chances, and it seemed to be that every time they went forward, they scored. Um, But, you know, we've got to look at, our own application, and, and, and even though you know, we felt 5 nil probably didn't reflect the game in, in, in entirety, we, we still weren't happy with with our processes and what we were doing. So, you know, we worked hard, and, and, and it was pleasing, as I said earlier on, it was, was pleasing to get a, a, a good result against Ashfield, and, and I think on another day we might have scored one or two more. No, that's it. And, I mean, even looking at the Balga game in particular, um, I thought that the first half... I guess tells it, it, it the story itself, but in the second half, despite that you, you had a few players down, um, I think that Swan still for large periods of, of the second half even controlled the game against Balga. To be fair, um, definitely had a number yeah, of look, chances. I, I think um, we, <laughs> in some ways, we played better with with ten and even nine men. Um, you know, we were aware we, we knew Balga would be organised. Uh, I've coached Ben Wonsi before. He was with Swan for a brief time last year. So I knew he could be a handful up front. Um, but yeah, look, we, we, we didn't execute our game plan to, to the manner in which we thought we could. So that was frustrating. And, and credit to Balgar, I think, on the balance of play, you know, we had, uh, we, we, we did uh, control certain periods of the game. But on the balance of play, I think they deserve the three points. Fair enough. Moving on to next week's game, you've got a home game against um, the Bunbury side, Southwest Phoenix. Yeah, that's right. Um, look, I've been coaching and playing for years, and and you you always get very competitive games from Southwest Phoenix. I know they've obviously just come up from the amateurs, 
and they've just started to pick up points in this league. Uh, so we're expecting a tough game. We'll obviously prepare for it as, as, as well as as well as we can, and, and it's a home game, so you know it's a game that we're expecting to win. But we um, we certainly won't be taking taking that for granted. That's it. No, look, I think that'll be another another good game. You never you never go up against a Bunbury side that that just roll over and let you have three points. So I'd be expecting agree, definitely yeah. a big show from them. Um, just moving on, just before we wrap everything up, goals for the season. Um, what's the have the board set? I guess some sort of target for you this season, or have you set you know some sort of standard within your team? Something that you guys are looking to do? Yeah, look, both really. I mean, obviously, I I won't sort of disclose my discussions with the board, but but they've 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 given me a target, and then the playing group themselves, their target is promotion. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, that's, that's to be a very ambitious target with where we're at. Um, but obviously, as a coaching staff, as a playing group, we go into every contest wanting to get three points. Um, we had a bit of a blip with, with the three games in a row without picking up points. But I think after winning against Ashfield, we're hoping to get three points this weekend. And then we, 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 we might be sort of there or thereabouts again. So, yeah, we, we've certainly got our own... In targets internally, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to see how the season pans out. No, well done. Look, I mean, Swan United are definitely a team to keep an eye out on. In in, in my opinion, anyway, I think that in terms of the supporting group you've got, in terms of the um, the pitch itself, the actual club itself, it's a club with a very rich history. Um, that you know, I think I think actually comes at a very important stage of, of, of football history in Western Australia. In that you know, it, it's a development of, of another Italian club in the Swan region, which at, at the time I don't think had too many teams or if, if any teams um, in that area. So it, it's, you, yeah. you're part of a very um, interesting club with, a, with an awesome history and, and awesome potential. So, you know, thank you so much really for, for taking um, your time with us today. Really, really appreciate it. Before we finish... No, look, happy, happy, to, uh, happy to chat anytime. No problem. Now, before we finish, just wanted to ask you some quick fire questions. We thought that what we're going to do for this podcast series is just get an idea of the kind of coaches that are in Western Australia and just some of their interests. Um, yeah. Who's the team that you support in football in general? Can be any team anywhere. Just who, who's your who's your main team you support? Uh, I'd say I've got two: Man United, but then with my background, uh, Swansea. No, oh, beautiful. Um, favorite football manager of all time? Um, I'm going to say Ian Holloway. Wow, oh, interesting. Why Ian Holloway? Well, I just think that he doesn't take take life too seriously. Uh, you know, he's, he's aware that he's um, we're, we're privileged to work in football. Uh, he's always so exciting. Uh, you know, teams that, that, that play in the right way, uh, and I just admire how he's gone about it. Very interesting. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see if anyone else actually says that. To be fair, um, I think everyone very. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll... That's it. We'll keep. We'll keep up to date. It's very. Um, I mean, everyone seems to have their 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 big picks, and they're usually the heavy hitter um, managers. But I think sometimes a, a call like someone like that, who's definitely um, has never necessarily coached one of the, one of the bigger teams, but at the same time has competed with the big teams with. I think teams with smaller yeah. budget, really, that they're actually the mark of really good managers, in my opinion, and he's definitely one of them. I agree, and I'll give you a name that no one will definitely say, but this, this guy came from Tasmania. 
mm-hmm. of all places, and he just he just won the Welsh League um, with uh, TNS, and that's Anthony Limerick. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm always keen to see, obviously with with Ange making the headlines in the last 48 hours, mm. I'm always keen to see what other Australian coaches are doing abroad. So there's one for you. There we go. And um, last one, do you watch the A League at all? Like in your spare time? Well, yeah, I don't have much spare time, but yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've got a subscription to Paramount Plus. Uh, I, I I watch as much football as I can at, at, at all different countries and different levels. So I don't get the time to watch as much as I would like. Um, but yes, I do watch the A-League. Oh, fair enough. That, I think a big thing is we won't actually see how many of our managers and, and players and people we interview actually engage with the A-League. I think a big right. the A-League seems to be in a very precarious situation, so we're quite interested to see, well, how many people actually do watch it and if they do, who are they supporting? I'm assuming you're a supporter of Perth Glory, but... Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge supporter and that's nothing against Perth Glory, um, but, I, but I am, a, obviously, it's our national competition. I'm interested to see whether we get the national second division up and running. Um, and obviously, I keep up to date with the news. I'm, I'm sort of a little bit disappointed to see Dwight York get a coaching position that I thought could have gone to a qualified, experienced Australian coach. Um, but there you go. Well, I'll be interested to see how he goes with MacArthur. That's it. He seems to be like one of those ones who were just hired because of status. I didn't think he even deserved the um the what was it the um the A League All Stars game um that's coming up. I don't think that he really should oh, have look, been in the running for that. I don't. Yeah, look, he's obviously got a job, and I and I, I don't know Dwight obviously, but I but I wish him all the best. But someone that's been out of the game since two thousand and nine and hasn't got any coaching history, I think to then get given an A League job where there's more qualified and suitable candidates in the country. Uh, you know, I think from a coach's development perspective, uh, that frustrated me a little bit. But anyway, there you go. He's, he's got his chance. So I hope, hope he does all right. Completely agree with you, Dan. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, we're going to be keeping uh, up to date with everything. Um, and next opportunity we get, maybe on the away game when we come and Balwick on play you guys at Swan, um, I'll come down, we'll have a drink and... Um, if you want, we'll get you back on, see how your season's progressed at that point. Yeah, look, happy to do that and um, keep up the good work. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dan. Okay, take care. Bye.